Welcome to another episode of the Zest Wellness Podcast. The podcast is only one aspect of Zest Wellness, and if you're curious to learn more about Zest Wellness and how to enroll in the Zest Wellness program, visit joinzestwellness.com. At Zest Wellness, in our various jurisdictions, we have a number of events going on, our Wellness in the Park events, and as well, our webinars are fully up and running. If you'd like to learn more about these and always keep posted, never forget about Zest Wellness on Facebook and Instagram under the tag Zest Wellness CGI. On this episode of the podcast, we began talking about a topic that's very much we forget about. And what that topic is exactly is stretching. This podcast episode is all about stretching. You're going to like this one, and the reason being is because with our guest, Marita, we talked from everything from why stretching is important, the different types of stretches, some do's and don'ts for stretching, as well as a nice virtual walkthrough of three stretches for our lower body. And so with that being said, Get a nice comfortable position and get ready for this episode on stretching. Welcome to another episode of the Zest Wellness Podcast. Our guest today is Marita Marshall, physiotherapist in Colonial's newest jurisdiction, Barbados, and she is more than happy to be on the podcast. Good afternoon, Marita. Hi, Nathan. Thanks so much for having me. You got it. And what we're going to chat about today is the importance of stretching. Because, Marita, wouldn't you agree that's something that we often overlook? Sometimes we forget about stretching, don't we? Most definitely. I think people do have an idea of it, but they don't really understand how important it is. Of course. And how about our first conversation topic let's go into that right now let's say if someone you know we we bring up the word stretching and right away someone's thinking stretching why stretching what's so important about stretching what would you say to that person okay so first of all there's a number of reasons why stretching is important but before we kind of get into that we want to recognize that there's different types of stretching and when you need to do each type so there's static stretching and there's dynamic stretching so um, based on, on what time or what um, area of exercise you're into determines what kind of stretching you're going to do. So in terms of the stretches that you need to do before you exercise, it would probably be the more dynamic stretches. So dynamic stretching just basically means that you're moving through the, the stretch. And static stretching is is a stretching that you do after you finish your exercise where you actually sit, you take your time, and you hold your stretches for between 15 to 30 seconds. 
So static stretching, um, literally we're sitting or standing in the same spot as when we do static stretching. Exactly, exactly. So, um, but for dynamic stretching, you're actually kind of moving the body through. So for example, if you wanted to do, if you were about to go for a run, maybe you would want to do some butt kicks on the spot. So basically you're just standing and you're just trying to, to bend your leg and, and kick the, the kick your butt. Uh, or you could do some leg swings, which is swinging your leg forward and back, which kind of stretches your hamstrings. Or you can go out to the side, which stretches your groin and inner thigh. So those are a few uh, dynamic stretches that you could kind of run through before you actually get into stretch into sorry your exercise and what the dynamic stretching actually does why that's important before exercise is it basically helps to prepare the muscles on the body for ex activity for the activity it helps to increase the blood supply to the area to the muscles and to the body it helps to warm up the body a little bit and prepare for the activity you're about to do so Marina, would you say that when we're stretching, we're getting the blood flowing to our muscles, and of course we're using our muscles when we're going to be physically active, and so it's important that we first get that blood flow in our muscles, is that correct? Definitely, definitely, because basically your body in exercise, it responds better when your muscles have been, you know, your body has been warmed up a bit when you um, have giving your muscles and your body that stimulation to say, okay, we're about to do some activity, let's get ready to go, as opposed to being cold and not not um, warm, then you go out there and, and your chances of getting an injury or pulling a muscle is, is greater. Okay, so I feel like that what you just mentioned is a, a really key point because I suppose not only is stretching important for for our, our our physical skills and maybe to to jump higher and to and to perform better but it's also like you're saying to prevent injury it sounds like too definitely definitely okay now with static stretching are we right. are we holding the stretch until we feel pain how do we know if we're if we're holding it properly okay so let's go through so static stretching now that's the type of stretching that you do after you finish doing your exercise or your activity, you actually sit and you go through, you hold your stretches for 15 to 30 seconds and stretching should never be painful. It, you might feel a little discomfort. So you sit, you get into the stretch, you hold where you start to feel that, that how to describe it, maybe it's kind of like a pulling. It's, there's a difference between, um, there's a difference between pain and stretching stretching you feel a little discomfort you feel like that uh kind of feeling but it's not the same as pain pain is like ouch and you know something's wrong so there's actually little receptors in the muscle and stuff that control um how far your muscles stretch so you really don't want to stretch too much where you you damage and offset that reflex which is supposed to control how how far your muscles and your joints are able to go. So in terms of stretching, for, the, for static stretching, sorry, it should not be painful. It might feel a little uncomfortable, but it really shouldn't be painful. And that's the time where you want to hold your stretches for 15 to 30 seconds. And doing that after your activity actually helps to maintain your flexibility, helps to 
maintain your muscle length and also helps to flush the tissues of that buildup of lactic acid and everything. And that in turn helps to decrease your muscle soreness in, in, um, for your next exercise session. Okay, so before and after an activity, we're doing two different types of stretching. We're doing dynamic before and then static after. Correct. Okay. So what are is a is a dynamic stretching? Is that the still is that the same as a a, a warm up? Can we can we substitute our normal warm up for dynamic stretching instead? Um, I wouldn't say you would substitute. You can you can put the two together. So basically. And before exercise and before that dynamic stretching, you, you still want to get make sure your body's a little warm. So you might do a little bit of a, you know, maybe some skipping or maybe some jogging on the spot or maybe, you know, a, just a, a, just something light, a light, um, maybe a light, you know, quick run or something. And then you get into your your um your dynamic stretches of those specific, those specific larger muscle groups, and then you get into your real uh, exercise or activity. Okay, interesting. And, and for someone who might be thinking about their breathing while they're stretching, do you have any tips and tricks for how we can go about breathing while we're stretching? Right. So breathing during stretching is actually very, very important because that's one of the mistakes that people tend to make. They would tend to hold their breath or, you know, not really breathe properly. And for the static stretching, your breathing actually becomes really important because you are in somewhat of an uncomfortable position. And if you're sore, it will be a, a, a bit uncomfortable, but your breathing actually helps you to get into the stretch, to be able to hold the stretch and to be able to to, to get the muscle to lengthen. So basically during that stretching, what you're going to try to do is just try to relax, try to take nice deep breaths in through your nose, out through your mouth. And each time you just try to get a little deeper into the stretch, but not to that point of pain. Okay. And even another question similar to almost best practices for stretching, if we stretch every day, is that can, is there such thing as stretching too much or do you actually recommend stretching each day? Um, I think it's okay to stretch each day, but the thing is you would it's it's hard for for, for you to know which muscle groups cuz not all muscle groups might need the same amount of stretching. There's some areas in the body that might be a little more restricted or a little more tight than others. So you need a little help from maybe a physiotherapist or maybe your um, trainer to just get an idea of those muscles where you need to, to spend a little more time focusing on stretching. But I wouldn't say that stretching every day is, is, um, is, not, is not advised. Okay. Okay. And so even just thinking about when we're talking about dynamic stretching, if we're kind of moving our legs, is it even possible to do dynamic stretching with our upper body? If we, yeah, is, is it possible? And how would we do that if we, if we were to try dynamic stretching for upper body? Because let's say we're going to go work out, we're going to do uh, a workout, some, some chest exercises or some, or some shoulder exercises. How can we even, even do dynamic stretching for that? Right. So for the upper body now, you can actually do, um, you can actually crisscross your hands forward and back right in front of you. 
and that kind of opens up your chest a bit and um, stretches out your your pectorals or your um, chest muscles. Um, there's also dynamic stretches that you can do for your shoulder, especially if you're going to be doing any throwing activity. So your arm at 90 degrees and basically moving it forward and back. That's um, that kind of warms up the rotator cuff muscles as well. And you can also do that with um, a resistance band, a light resistance band that helps to warm up the shoulders as well. So there are ways that you can do uh, dynamic stretching for your your upper body, because basically it's the same, the, some, some of the same movements, but just instead of holding the stretch for a period of time, you're actually moving through your range of motion for these different joints. Okay. And it's a nice term you just mentioned, range of motion. So to someone who might be very new to a, a healthy lifestyle or new to physical activity, what is what is that that phrase range of motion? What does that mean? Okay, so basically for all your joints, there's a normal um I don't want to use the word range of motion again, but there's a normal range of movement that is that is normal for each joint so um basically if you were to like point your toes down they should equally point down maybe about 50 degrees or so and pulling up so um not sure how else to really get into that but it's basically the the amount of movement that is available for each of your joints. Okay. And would you say over time, as we get older, when we're, when, if we don't stretch, then possibly over time, our range of motion for our joints could actually decrease over time? Yes. Yes. If you're not, um, if you're not really very active and, and so forth, your muscles can tend to get short and tight or in the same vein, if you're doing a lot of, of exercise or a lot of physical activity or a lot of um, weight training, the same thing goes, you're, you're strengthening muscles, they're, they're getting shorter and tighter. But if you're not working on the, the stretching and the flexibility, then you're going to lose some of that same range of motion in your joints. Okay. And that's interesting because even, you know, you want, you might hear of someone who's, uh, who's, who, let's say you, you, you have a, for example, a 38 year old gentleman who's in the gym, who, who doesn't stretch and, and does a lot of, of chest exercises, you know, tries to get a, a very, uh, muscular and a large upper body over time, they might think that okay, now my, my, I'm starting to get shoulder pain or something like that. So if that's the case, would you recommend to that person that they need, they need to incorporate stretching into their life? Because if, if they want to kind of get rid of any shoulder pains or make sure that they have a, a nice range of motion over time, they, they best include stretching, shouldn't they? Definitely, definitely. Any, any um, exercise program, you should really um, have stretching as part of your your activity yes but marita how would you is is there a way how, how does someone if they're working out their left side of their body is it is there a certain technique they can do to try to make sure they're always symmetrical because i, I need to make sure that if i if i stretch my left arm i'm also stretching out my right arm otherwise i'd, I'd be i'd be lopsided right so I, i'm sure when you work with 
these teams and athletes, you probably always make sure that you're doing, if you do the left, you also do the right. And you're, you're, you're trying to stay always symmetrical, I take it. Yes. So you try to focus on, on both sides of the body, but remember also that the same thing that's happening on the left side might not be the same thing that's happening on the right. And, um, there's different areas of limitation. So in those cases, if you're finding that you notice that, you know, you're a little more flexible in one area than another, or you're, um, finding it easier to stretch one particular area opposed to another, then you might need to get just a little help from a physiotherapist or a trainer who can just help you identify uh, those areas where you might be lacking some flexibility and those areas that you might need to spend a little bit more time focusing on. Okay. Okay. Here, here's another question. If we are speaking of areas... In terms of neck stretches and stretching the neck, um, it, it sounds like there's a there's a lot of, of margin for error, and we could easily kind of hurt ourselves for stretching our neck. How do you when you work with 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 your clients and your teams and athletes? How do you go about neck stretches? Are you are you very careful when 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 people are doing those? Um. Yes. Uh, basically, the same thing goes uh, for the neck. Uh, you just trying to move through each of the the movements of the neck. So taking your chin to your chest, looking up to the ceiling, and uh, taking your ears over to your shoulders on either side, and then looking over your shoulders. So taking looking over to the left or the right. Uh, those are basically the movements that are available in the neck, and those are the same positions that you kind of move through for the neck stretches. Uh, you wouldn't quite go into too much dynamic stretching in the neck um, in terms of that kind of stretching you would kind of just move your neck through each 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 of those movements uh, as opposed to bouncing or trying to move your neck too quickly and then for the static stretching you just take your time and, and hold those same um, positions okay it seems like that the next stretch you mentioned, where you're you're simply you're simply bringing your chin up and, and looking up with your eyes, that, that that must be such an important stretch because in life we're always looking down, right? We're always looking down at a computer or we're always looking down at at uh, at our at our devices. But you know, it, it sounds like that stretch where you're you're looking straight up and bring your chin up. It sounds like that's a very important one to use. Yep, that can that can be a good one. Yes. So Rita, what we really awesome for us to go through are our uh, virtual walkthroughs of almost three stretches for the lower body. So someone right now, they have their eyes closed and they're trying to they're trying to learn from you about how to do a few stretches for their lower body. What three okay. stretches would you pick and, and how would you kind of walk them through that? Okay, so uh, we can probably do a simple one where we're sitting on the floor, your legs are extended straight out in front of you, and you can get into stretching your hamstrings, which are the ones at the back of your leg, and you basically reach your arms forward, trying to hold on to your ankles, and once you get there, or hold on as far down your leg as you can, because everybody might not be able to reach their ankles. 
So you're stretching forward to reach as far down your legs as you can. And once you get as far as you can, you're going to hold there. You're going to try to control your breathing. Take nice deep breaths in through your nose, exhaling through your mouth. And each time you try to stretch a little further. And in, in total, you're going to try to hold between 15 to 30 seconds. And you want to repeat that stretch like three times. Then you can move from there to try to go into... Uh, yeah, stretching for your calves. No, you can either move your hands from on your ankles to pull your toes towards you, and then you should feel that stretch even further into your calves. But some people might not be able to reach that far with their hands. So what you can do is use uh, any non-elastic band. So it could be a belt or it could be a towel, a sheet, anything that you can get around your the front of your foot. And you're going to pull your ankles towards you. And that way you, you should feel a stretch in your calf. And from in that same position, if you reach even further, bend your head and neck forward and lean your whole upper body forward, you actually can get a bit of a stretch coming right up into your lower back. So you end up stretching basically that entire posterior chain of your lower back into your hamstrings and don't into your calves as well okay and Rita when you bring up the exercise band if someone walks into a clinic or they walk into a fitness facility of any sort whether that might be a gym as well and they see bands but they see bands that are different colors do you mind explaining to people what the different colors for bands mean exactly so the different colors are just different uh, strengths or different uh, resistance in, in the bands. So there's a number of ways you can use the bands for uh, exercise and mobility. But when you're, when you're using the bands for mobility, you want to try and get the, the non-elastic bands are the ones that are a bit tougher in strength to help hold those those stretches and hold those positions okay so those bands that are that are less elastic like they're more they're more sturdy yes yes okay okay and then even along similar lines marita if someone were to walk in a a fitness facility and they see a, a foam roller pad would you say that's also a form of stretching what are your thoughts on foam rolling okay so the foam rollers are actually very useful as tools of uh, self-massage. So those can actually be used both before and after. So like we said, so before you you do your dynamic stretches, you can actually, if you if you would if you like, you can actually use the foam roller to basically roll along those larger muscle groups, which helps to increase that blood supply. Then you can get into your dynamic stretches because remember, if we don't want to do stretching of any cold muscle so if your foam roller is available you can use the foam roller to do some rolling get that blood supply going warm up the tissues a bit and then get into your dynamic stretching and then after you do your exercise the same thing goes you do a bit of your foam rolling basically with that helps to to flush out the tissues and helps to flush out the, the muscles and stuff and then you get into your static stretching which helps to maintain the muscle length and 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 reduce your muscle soreness. So if you have a foam roller available, that's even better for you. Okay. 
I, I always smile when, when you, you mention how stretching very much helps with, with alleviating pain a couple of days after because there's nothing more unfortunate when you, you're very physically active for a day and then you, you're in pain a few days later. You have that, that delayed onset muscle soreness. So it's nice to know how you're yeah. mentioning to us that stretching can help us lower that pain afterwards. Yep, definitely. Stretching can definitely help to, to reduce that muscle soreness that you get. For some people, it might come on the the next day or some people it actually comes on two days after. So doing that stretching, that foam rolling actually helps to alleviate some of that soreness that you could experience after exercise. Okay. And Marita, one of the final questions here for you is that a lot of our clients, they have walking groups at their workplace. So employees will meet up at lunchtime. They might go for a quick 15-minute walk. If we're doing something like that, even walking, do you recommend stretching for that? And if so, what's maybe one stretch you can offer those listening to this podcast? If they're just going for a walk, what's maybe one stretch they can do before they go out for the walk and maybe even after that walk? Um, if you're just walking... Uh, at slow maybe not too fast pace is fine um, but a couple stretches you could do is just to to bend over and reach forward so you get a bit of a stretch into your lower back after sitting for a long period and that also helps to stretch a little bit of your hamstrings and then reaching up over to the side to stretch a bit of your sides as well as just twisting your body to left or right side that stretches a bit in your back and into your uh, thoracic spine and upper back. Okay, because I we suppose that going side to side, we don't typically do that movement in our life. So it's important that we, we do that stretch because otherwise we're, we're, we're sitting a lot and we're, we're not really moving side to side like that. So that's something that's easy for us to forget. Yeah. That's correct. Yes. Emery, the, the final question for you is that this podcast episode can't be over and until you tell us what your favorite stretch is. And, and above all, you have to tell us why exactly that's your favorite stretch, whether it be oh, for the upper body or stre- lower body. You have to give us your one favorite stretch, and it has to be one. My one favorite stretch. That is interesting. No, how do I pick? I have no clue. Um, I would probably say one that people don't really think about too much is stretching the hip flexors, which are the muscles right are at the front of the hip. Uh, so stretching those, you're basically in a lunge position, and you get into that lunge position and you basically push your hips forward. So you should actually be feeling the, fr- the stretch in the leg that is in the, the leg that's behind. And that is a pretty good stretch that, you know, usually, usually gets things on locks a bit, if for lack of a better word, in those hips. Okay, great. And that's your favorite one. I guess you could say so. One of them. Of course, Marita. Well, we'll, we'll end on that note. And, and thank you so much for your time because for all our listeners, you, you definitely gave us insight into stretching because we might be 
physically active, but we can never forget about stretching. Nope, you really shouldn't. You need to include the stretches both before and after your activity. And we, we just touched on a few of them. There's heaps and heaps and heaps of, of stretches and different muscle groups to stretch. That's great, Marita. Well, once again, Marita, thank you so much for your time today. You're most welcome, Nathan. Thanks for having me. And that is yet another episode. And what a great conversation we had with Marita. You can see how her experience with both clients in a clinical environment and also clients who are athletes and with sports teams really emphasizes to her about stretching and how it's a really important asset for everyone to include stretching in their physical activity patterns. We hope you enjoyed the podcast and to learn more about Zest Wellness and always keep updated, visit joinzestwellness.com.